Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another episode of The Informed Catholic. This is going to be episode 63. So uh, let's open up with a prayer. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day, he arose again from the dead, and he ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From there, he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. Holy Mary, Mother of God, Queen of the Rosary, Mother of all Christians, and Mother of the Church, pray for us. St. Joseph, guardian of the Holy Church and Holy Family and terrible demons, pray for us. And St. Michael the Archangel, defend us from evil. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. So, um, this is going to be, um, as I said, episode 63 of the Informed Catholic. So, I have an article uh, with one of my favorite people, um, uh, one who was also a, a role model for me to uh, convert to Catholicism. His name is Scott Hahn, Professor Scott Hahn. And it's, the article is from LifeSite News. The other day I saw on Instagram a cartoon, and the cartoon shows this family uh, kneeling in front of a Catholic church. And at the entrance of the church, at the doors, you see a bishop on a ladder, and he's hanging up. Uh, in front of the doors of the church, uh, a surgical mask. And, um, you know, and he's hanging it up. And the bishop is, of course, he's wearing his mitre. He's dressed like a bishop. And uh, the caption says, but we're not the virus. The, the Basically closing the doors and, you know, it, you know, it's saying that you're treating your your own parishioners practicing catholics like if they're the virus they you know i mean you look at the the services it's all catholic services practically empty you know and uh on youtube there's been a lot of um i noticed a lot of uh catholic services uh done by the SSPX, the Society of St. Uh, Pius X, and the Society of Peter. Um, there have been a lot of Latin, traditional Latin services, and the numbers, the views, have been phenomenal. There's been a few, what do you call it, uh, you know, Novus Odo services. Um, um, EWTN has had, you know, still has the mass going, but it's empty chapel. Um, there's been other groups that have been doing it, but the ones that have been honestly constantly uh, posting the um, streaming their, their, their services have been the, the traditional, the Latin Rite ones, the trads, as they're referred to um, by the uh, liberals, because, uh, you know, tr trad for traditional Latin Rite, or, uh, you know, basically like the, the Trinitine Rite service. Anyway, I have an article here by 
LifeSite News, and it's the um, by um, by LifeSite News. It's Scott Hahn, uh, convert to Catholicism uh, from uh, Protestantism. He was a Presbyterian Presbyterian pastor. Uh, I wish pastors could find creative ways to dispense sacraments instead of simply shutting the doors. Uh, there was a, a video that showed uh, in St. Patrick's Cathedral. Uh, I think it was for Divine Mercy Sunday, and they streamed it. And Dolan was heard on the side. He didn't know his mic was still hot, meaning it was still on. And he said, I forgot my bottle of water. I didn't know. we. I thought we were going to skip these these prayers. He, he was caught saying that. Uh, not very good. He always comes out very bad. I hate to say it. He, um, he's, he's not very smart when it comes to these things. Anyway, the article is from Wednesday, April 22nd, 2020. Following the outbreak of the coronavirus, every Catholic diocese in the United States canceled public masses. Um, the article is... Um, What's the name of the person? Oh, LifeSite News staff. He doesn't say, but here it is. April 22nd, 2020. During an appearance on John Henry Weston's show yesterday, renowned scripture scholar Scott Hahn said that he wished Catholic clergy could be more creative in imagining ways to dispense the sacraments instead of simply shutting the doors. Hahn, who just released a book on death titled Hope to Die, the Christian meaning of death and the resurrection of the body, was responding to a question about how Catholics had been cut off from the sacraments during the COVID-19 pandemic. We were all caught off guard by this virus, Hans said, and we don't want to jeopardize the lives of our priests or our bishops, so we ought to avoid any kind of congregating that would put people at risk. At the same time, he continued, I'm a father and I long not only to provide for my kids, but to feed them, to protect them, but to make sure that they are fed. So for me to not have the Holy Eucharist through, the, through most of Lent and now through the beginning of Easter is not an easy thing. I do wish that our spiritual fathers, our priests, could be more creative in imagining ways to dispense the sacraments instead of mis uh, simply shutting the doors. I am, not, I am not in a position to judge them. You know, that's not my role. That's, that's way beyond my pay grade. But at the same time, as a son of God and as a brother in God's family, I can, I can ask our Father in heaven to give to our shepherds greater energy to creatively imagine ways to feed the sheep in spite of everything. Following the outbreak of the coronavirus, every Catholic diocese in the United States canceled public masses. Some bishops went so far as to tell their priests to stop hearing confessions. As a result, Catholics started attending outdoor adoration services as well as, as at parking lot masses offered by groups like the Society of St. Pius X, Last week, Peter uh, Baldagino, the bishop of Las uh, Cruzes, New Mexico, lifted the ban on public masses, but limited the number of attendees to no more than five, including the priest. Han has two sons in the seminary studying to be priests for the Diocese of Steubenville. He said that he hopes the coronavirus crisis is not only a wake-up call 
to see what all of, of us have to, at times taking for granted. But the Catholics will seize the opportunity and reappropriate the sacred mysteries, enforcing to recognize not only the inevitability of our suffering and death, but there's, there is also a sense in which we can recognize what God wants to do with it, he said. We have such an uh, inordinate fear of suffering and dying, and that's understandable. But at the same time, there is another life that is not merely human and natural, but divine and supernatural. And that isn't less valuable, but infinitely more valuable. So he goes on to here, okay, um, it is forcing us to rec recognize not only the inevitability, inevitability of our suffering and death, but there's also a sense in which we can recognize what God wants to do with it, he said. We have such an inordinate fear of suffering and dying, that's understandable. But at the same time, there there is another life that is not merely human and natural, but divine and supernatural. And that isn't less valuable, but infinitely, infinitely, infinitely more valuable, excuse me. Han is the author of more than 40 books and a well-known public speaker. Uh, the John Henry Weston show is available, okay, on uh, on video, uh, and, and you can catch it on YouTube, so you can see the interview. Now, um, there's a lot of uh, hate to say, but there's a lot of mixed data about this, and this is this is uh, unfortunate. Uh, a Stanford professor said that the testing can only tell you who has the virus. They don't know how many people have the virus. There was also uh, an opinion piece on the Wall Street Journal that talked about a certain population in California, uh, I believe is Northern California, uh, which has a pretty large population, more than a million. And it's, uh, it's you know, the town, they believe everybody there most likely had the virus without even knowing it the whole kind of you know the whole area the whole city actually had you know they believe everybody had it it's not saying that there were no deaths but the possibility that they treated those deaths like if it was the regular flu because and there was and and there were a lot of women who gave birth to you know to newborn babies that had the virus and never even knew about it. The babies came out perfectly fine. They did a they did a study on that. So, the possibility that a lot of places we've said it most likely we've had it and we didn't even know it. And if there were any deaths, they were counted because a lot of those people had preconditions. The same way they're counting the death of the people who had the virus who died from the virus, had preconditions. So that's the most likely case. But there's also another problem. There's been a lot of arguments that they're bloating, fixing the numbers, playing with the numbers for political reasons. Now, you got to look at this. The shutdown was not, was not a presidential order. This was done in local cities by the governors and the mayors. There is a, a personal concern I have about this. I work in a cultural institution. 
and a lot of my colleagues, some of them are home right now. And a lot of the institutions in New York City, cultural institutions that survive by tourism, they're not too sure how long they can handle this. Some are going to give, possibly get a furlough, and that's the fear that I'm having for a lot of my colleagues. You know, what if this goes so far that they start laying people off? We, the government gave out a bailout. They just put out a bailout. They gave people twelve hundred dollars to single people, others more because if you have families. Now, that twelve hundred dollars. Of course, nobody's going to say no to it. You, you got to be silly if you, if you say no to it. But there's one problem. That doesn't stop the bills from coming. It doesn't stop the rent from coming in. All right, you still got to pay the rent. In some cases, some people still have to pay their credit cards. Some people have to stay, pay their, their, their loans. Now, maybe credit card companies might give you time. Um, that's has been said that you know banks will do that. It's not going to stop the bills. That $1,200 is not going to cover everything. It's not going to cover everything. Okay? And was it really worth it? Sweden, I just saw a report, did not quarantine everybody, did not call for a national shutdown. They did make some guidelines telling the elderly to stay home people who have preconditions to stay home to uh, to avoid some contact people are practicing social distancing but it's not being enforced the the country itself the president said it's not feasible to to shut down everything the country cannot take that it's not saying that there are no deaths but they're not shutting down the country. Okay? They're not doing that. And and I'm I'm just saying, was it really worth doing all this? Was it really necessary? Was it really necessary? Was it really necessary to to, to hurt all the institutions? You know, we're not sheep. We're not lambs to the slaughter. We're not, you know, people, I mean, you notice people are protesting now and some people are are criticizing them. I think some people are criticizing because they like the idea of staying home. They like this excitement of, of, of shutting down. I don't know. And then they're, like they were asking, there was a, a, a guy asking a bunch of people, how how long do you, uh, how much do you want to take? I mean, what's what, what what is it worth it? I mean, how many deaths will be enough for you? And some people actually answered to get Trump out of office. So you're willing to hurt your, to hurt the country, hurt people, have them go on unemployment, hurt their families, hurt their lives because of a political agenda you have. That's messed up. I hate to tell you that is that 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 that, that is pathologically messed up. Those are pathological people. You know, it's it's it really it's pathological. There's something wrong with these people. Really, there is. It's a, you know that's a sad thing to actually want to see people get hurt, want to see people die. And the majority of the people that are going to die are people with preconditions. Okay, 
Yes, there might be other people who are younger. Okay, if you have diabetes, if you have asthma and you're young, that's a possibility. Okay, yes, there's a great chance. But there's still a 98% chance of recovery. You know, uh, we're going to end it here. We'll say one Hail Mary and um, hopefully something will improve. We'll get better. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now at the hour of our death. Amen. God bless and uh, we'll get back together soon.